Downloading. Downloading audio. Nonstop. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio Podcast. We're talking to New York Times bestselling author Mark Batterson today on SOS Radio. How are you? Hey, doing good, Scott. Good to be with you. You lead National Community Church right off Capitol Hill. And where I live, out in Las Vegas, a lot of times we turn on the news, we just see politics coming out of D.C. But what have you seen as churches been working together in the D.C. area to impact people living life and impact people leading in D.C.? Yeah, we've been here 21 years. And so we, we've grown from a core group of 19 people to one church with eight campuses. Just opened a D.C. Dream Center a couple of weeks ago. And so we're, we're seeing God move in some incredible ways. And it's fun. We we actually get to uh, influence some of those influencers who work in the political realm. And man, we're seeing God move in some great ways in this city. In fact, we, we have a little saying, Scott, that it's not about the name of the church door. It's about the name that's above every name. We're all on the same team and lots of great churches here. And I just happen to get to lead one of them. And so uh, um, definitely uh, some politics happening up in here, but uh, also some uh, really good things happening for the kingdom. Yeah, and it's so interesting because a lot of times people want to make things into political issues, but when you break it down, they're biblical issues most of the time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, you know, when you live in a place where it's all about political correctness, it, it can be a little bit challenging. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's about biblical correctness. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you operate in grace going to love people no matter what. You operate in truth, going to be honest no matter what. And, you know, that's what Jesus did. That's what we're trying to do. And and I think when you do that, you begin to have an impact on the culture that you live in. So, Mark, you have a new book, and it's about how to hear the voice of God. It's called Whispers. Why do you think God often speaks in those still, small voices rather than the big, loud, booming voices like we often hear about in the Old Testament? Yeah, well, I mean, I have a theory that, you know, when someone speaks in a whisper, you've got to get real close to them, and so you have to put your ear right next to their mouth, and I think that's why God speaks in a whisper. You know, we think it's about hearing His voice, but He wants intimacy, and so sometimes He speaks quietly and Enough that you actually have to get close to them. You know, I, I don't know. I, I I used to do that with my kids. I'd, I'd speak in a whisper until they got real close, and I'd reach out and grab them and hug them. And uh, I think God plays the same trick on us. So Scott, I, you know, God has an outside voice. He can use it. And honestly, he could intimidate us with it. But I think he woos us with a whisper because uh, at the end of the day, he, he wants relationship with us. He, he wants that intimacy with us. Yeah, that's good. He wants that relationship. We're talking to author Mark Batterson today on SWS Radio. His new book, it's called Whispers, and it's out this week. We're talking about how we hear the voice of God with Mark Batterson today on SWS Radio. And I think one of the most interesting parts of this book was how you explain how we can discern what the will of God is and some of the tests that you can use to flesh all of that out. Yeah, I think the will of God and the voice of God are uh, really the same thing. There are two ways of saying the same thing. And so discerning the will of God is really discerning the voice of God. And so, you know, I share a couple of tests that I use, some that, uh, you know, might be par for the course, like the peace test. You know, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. I think that's critical. But uh, one of my favorites is the goosebump test. You know, the Celtic Christians called the Holy Spirit on God gloss, which means wild goose. And I've always loved that because it, a spirit-led life is like a wild goose chase. And uh, I think sometimes God reveals his will in a way that actually gives us goosebumps that our heart skips a beat. 
I, I think it's the quickening of the Holy Spirit that can cause sometimes your hair to stand on end. And, of course, I, I, I'm pretty careful there, Scott, with the way that I spell those out because... Uh, you know, as you know, I talk about seven languages, but the first language is Scripture, and I think it's important to start there that, you know, God's not going to tell you to do something that's outside His will as revealed in Scripture. But after that, He begins to speak in different ways, and of course, I outline some of those languages in the book. Yeah, and it's always interesting, because I think we all just get to the place where we're like, I want to know your personal agenda for me, God, so I don't miss it. And we start there, but... God's moral will is pretty much the same for all of us, and we want to skip over that and just say, yeah, yeah, I I don't want to read the first three chapters. I just want to get to the end. Tell me what's up, God. Sum it up for me so I don't have to do the work. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. You know, we want uh, God to make it easy on us, but, you know, I think that would shortcut the the process of growth. And the the truth is, in 1 Thessalonians, it, it says, be joyful always, pray continually. Like, that's God's will. You already know God's will. It's to be joyful in whatever circumstance you find yourself in. It's to pray without ceasing. And and uh, in the same sense, in the same breath, though, I would say, while Scripture is the map, uh, listen, we also need a guide, and, and that's the Holy Spirit. And I think He's the one who leads us via promptings, with doors, with desires. And uh, those are some of the languages that I get into and talk about in the book, just to help people begin to understand, I guess, some of the logistics of God's will and the way that He leads in Scripture and the way that He leads today. Yeah, and it seems like the journey and the relationship are where we really grow our leadership capacity and our human capacity as well. You know, we want to skip over that so many times. It's like the parable of the talents. You know, sometimes when you start, you only have the capacity for managing one or two talents, and then some other people have a capacity to handle 10. But as you're faithful with the small things, you grow into the person who can handle five, and then you get to that 10 spot. And then God's doing the same thing to other people in your life, and He's given them one or two, and you're the person with the 10, and you didn't realize you got there. <laughs> yeah, and, and we think that it's about accomplishing the dream, but you and I both know it's about who you become in the process. And, and so the process is really the goal. I think that's sometimes why uh, God never shortchanges us by uh, giving us shortcuts. At least that's my experience. We're talking about hearing the voice of God today with New York Times bestselling author Mark Batterson. I think sometimes there's just so much noise around us, but then there's other times where we're almost deafened by our own voice. No doubt. You know, I share a little story at the beginning of the book about Dr. Alfred Tomatis, who uh, he was an otolaryngologist, an ear, nose, throat specialist, and he had an opera singer come to him who had lost the ability to hit certain notes, even though they were in his octave range. It was kind of this mystery, and uh, other specialists thought it was a vocal problem. Dr. Tomatis had a hunch, and so he used a sonometer, realized that this guy was singing at 140 decibels. Uh, Long story short, He had been deafened by the sound of his own voice, and if you can't hear a note, you can't sing it. Dr. Tomatis said, you know, the voice can only reproduce what the ear can hear. It's called the Tomatis effect, and and you can guess where this is going. You know, we think we have relational problems, spiritual problems, emotional problems. We have hearing problems. Uh, It's about hearing the voice of God. That's going to solve a hundred other problems. Uh, His voice is joy. His voice is power. His voice is 
peace. His voice is healing. So really, to me, it's all about hearing the voice of God. I, I think that's the solution to our problems, and I think it's the key to really discerning our destiny and the, and the plans and purposes that God has for us. I don't know, just simply stopping and taking the time to listen is such a big part because we just keep talking and talking and talking and talking. And when we think about <laughs> quiet time, usually we're the one talking. We're not the one listening. You are not kidding. You know, I, a few years ago, I, I wrote a book called The Circle Maker, a book on prayer, and it was really about talking to God. And I felt like I needed to come back with almost like a sequel. And, and that's really what Whisper is. Because it's the other side of the prayer coin. It's about listening to God. If you were to ask me which one's more important, you know, it's listening. And, and that's how prayer turns into more of a conversation. It turns into a, a dialogue versus a monologue. And uh, so many people, in my experience as a pastor, think that prayer is, is just about talking to God. Listen, I, I think it's about getting into the Word of God, getting into God's presence, and really beginning to hear Him speak, and, and not just through Scripture, but through these six other languages that I talk about in the book. Talking to Mark Batterson today at SOS Radio, and one of the languages you talk about in your book is the language of prompting, and you were asked a while back to speak at a retreat for different members of Congress, but what did God prompt you to do that wasn't in your typical wheelhouse wasn't in that typical protocol <laughs> <laughs> you know it's one of those moments where you're like god are you sure are you sure am i hearing this right and so yeah i was speaking to a bunch of members and just this moment where i felt like at the end of it uh you know they're they're all suited up suit and tie and i just felt like we needed to have a moment where we knelt and prayed and you know i didn't know if that was protocol i, I didn't know if if uh that was something that that these folks did but uh man it turned into a holy moment and, and what i found scott is you can ignore those little promptings but you're going to miss out on the adventure um it's when you obey those promptings that you kind of go down the rabbit hole so to speak and uh any moment can turn into a holy moment any piece of ground can turn into holy ground, and that's what happened on that retreat. And, you know, I've experienced that so many different ways in so many different places, um, and it's one of my favorite languages. You've got to learn to discern uh, those promptings of the Holy Spirit, and, and when you do, um, man, that's how you get where God wants you to go. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio Podcast. Tell a friend and connect. SOSradio.net